welcome to Cultivate with Chelsea, the podcast that supports perinatal women and navigating life postpartum. I'm your host and new mama friend, Chelsea Barbeen, here to talk about all the things they don't tell you to expect after you're expecting. All right, mama, your time is more valuable than ever now, so let's dive in. It's time to cultivate. Okay, I don't think that I am alone in this, but, which I'm not going to lie, guys, definitely makes me feel a little bit better about the fact that after this weekend, I'm going ham with the decorations, but I am so ready, so, so, so ready to just start and lean in to the Christmas spirit. Um, typically I wait until no joke the day, like even after flying, (laughs) I will typically wait until that day to start setting up for Christmas. And I say setting up as in like getting out decorations and the tree and the whole, like, you know, the whole thing. Um, we have a, a fake tree now. Um, but when we used to get a real tree, I would even just like beg Colin to go as soon as we got off the plane. Like I was just like ready to go get a tree and again, just spread Christmas all over the house. Um, it truly is one of my most favorite times of year. And I mean, the holidays just in general are like, although that they can be hectic and especially now with a child, um, holy moly, it, it can be a lot, um, and definitely a need for boundaries and expectations and just a lot of grace. Um, I freaking love the holidays and I, I think it's just cause I love family and I love spending time together, even, you know, with just, again, the craziness of it all. Um, there's something so special about it. So this year, um, I'm not going to lie. I am really entertaining decorating early. I actually, I might actually be decorating the the day that this episode drops. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but in truly the spirit of the holidays, especially with Thanksgiving, like fast approaching, holy goodness, Thanksgiving is so early this year, it feels. Um, I wanted to share a little bit about like our travel experience with Frankie. Um, I don't want to say that I think we're like, you know, the jet setters of of all of the parents out there. I mean, we haven't flown with her international um, yet. However, she has taken quite a few plane rides and we've done some, you know, longer distance travel and no joke, we really have done it since she turned a month. It actually was, she was three weeks because I remember... Um, we traveled down to Jersey, the Jersey shore, down the shore, um, for my 30th birthday, because I love the beach. I love being near the ocean. I just, I love the calming energy. It's just, oh my God. I love the shore. It is one of my favorite places. Oh my God. Sorry for the awkward pause. I literally thought Frankie was just crying out and I just got her down to bed. (laughs) Okay. We move along. Um, if you know, you know. Anyways, yeah, so we started traveling quite early with her. Um, I was even surprised that I was ready to travel, but I think it was, again, it was just like a couple hours in the car um, and we were with family and it was, 
I don't know. Again, the shore is just so relaxing. And for me at that time, postpartum, it felt right to do. So again, reminder here for everyone listening and navigating or planning all of this, I would, I don't know, guys, I would, I would really lean into what feels right for you. Um, environment is huge for me and it is been a tradition for several years now for me to be down the shore on my birthday. And I wanted to continue that. So we did it. Zero regrets. Let me tell you, it is so much easier to travel with a younger baby. (laughs) All things considered, right? Health approvals and things like that. Um, but, and don't get me wrong. There's still like quite a bit to pack, you know, when they're younger, especially if you are, um, nursing, pumping, et cetera. Um, it's, it is, it's a lot with the bottles and God, the pump and all of that, which we'll get into. But, um, I, I kind of am thinking that like, maybe I'll walk through this in two different ways. One of being by car traveling and then the other, again, our experiences by plane. Um, so we first traveled with Frankie via car, like long distance again, when she was three weeks, um, it was, it was quite a bit. I will say that I wanted to pack, um, we were staying for, I think it was like a long weekend and again, early phase of, I was pumping. It was at the time I didn't even have my portable pump yet. So I was still plugging into the wall and sitting. Um, and I remember thinking like, you know, I, I've always like really prided myself on being a very efficient packer, like a very condensed packer. I traveled a lot back and forth growing up, um, with divorced parents and I don't know, I just, I just even remember like in college and stuff like that, just trying to be like super tight and, you know, Colin and I, we dated for a little bit before we had moved in together. So again, like I felt like I was like pretty good about like being efficient in a bag, so to speak, like living out of a bag. Um, and I remember... Oh boy, did my ego take a slight hit after having Frankie and like packing. Um, I feel like even now, like it is so funny to go out and like not have the diaper bag on me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is wild. Um, but the big things for us, again, she was so little. So like, I think definitely being mindful of different phases, which again, I'll walk through because we have traveled quite a bit with her throughout different milestones and such. But in the very beginning, um, for us, it was most important to have like the essentials. And again, we were down the shore. It was summer. It was hot. I'm going to say before I forget it, pack a fan and like truly a good high speed fan. We actually forgot our fan. Now I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but, um, again, I don't want to forget. We forgot to actually pack our fan because it was charging. We got to pack up our freaking Florida, you guys. Oh my God. Mind you, it was March, but still spring break. It is hot down there. And I remember being so panicked. I'm like, oh my God, Colin, how do we forget the fan? Like what? We ended up getting one from Target when we were down there and like, it just, it, it did not put out let me just tell you, world of a difference. And that's no shame to Target. It wasn't a Target brand. I don't remember what brand it was, but um, I really recommend getting a good fan going into summer. But again, having it with you when you're traveling is always helpful, especially in those um, warmer months and those warmer climates. But that was, that was a piece. And I think really, again, for us, it was like, you never really know 
what to expect as far as weather goes, right? Kind of like following along that same trend. I remember wanting to be um, arrow more on the side of caution. The good news was is the place that we were staying, you know, my, my in-law's place, they um, there was a washer and dryer there. So like, again, if we needed anything, we could easily just throw it in the laundry and we would have it out in like, you know, two hours, whatever. But, um, I would highly recommend having like different types of sleepers, right. For the babies to sleep in. Cause again, you're not really sure with a different like AC unit airflow in general. Um, and obviously, you know, a place for them to sleep for us, it was her pack and play. And, um, that was great. I will say as she got older, we needed to purchase a couple of other things to kind of help keep her really comfortable and settled. So I will dive into that a little bit older sleep, but newborn wise, like she was such a champ. She slept great. Um, again, like whatever you're swaddling kind of vibe for them. Um, and then if you have any sort of like sound machine, Oh my God. Sorry again, guys. I thought she was waking up. I think it was a siren. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm on edge? I'm like trying to get this in while she's asleep. Um, yeah, no, definitely siren. Okay. Not baby crying. Um, we, I will say for the sound machine again, I don't want to forget, but we, um, when we traveled, when we flew right to go to Michigan, with her. Um, and then again for Florida, Florida, we actually did pack the sound machine, but for Thanksgiving we didn't, I think it was cause it was our first time traveling and I was trying to be like, really, you know, again, like minimalist with things. Um, we just use our phones for the sound machine, which I will say pros and cons to that pro is that, you know, you're not packing something else, but con was like, one of us had to actually not have our phone, which again, we were with family, like not a big deal, but also being, you know, away from work and things like that. Like, I don't know, again, your choice, but YouTube, you can definitely find some sort of soundscapes or even I think through like different apps of different sound machines and whatnot. Um, so really thinking about things that are going to help keep them like secure and cozy in their environment. Highly recommend if you're using pacifiers to pack a few extra, but remember you can get those anywhere. You can even get them at the airport. I'm like 99% sure because we actually had quite a little hiccup getting home from Florida at one point, which again, I'll dive into that if you get quote unquote stranded. Um, so that was a breeze for sleep. Again, we took our car, so we had the car seat. We, um, we did have, uh, we ended up taking a, um, a jogger type stroller because we were going to be on the beach. Um, I recommend that, you know, like if you're traveling and again, thinking about like your different surroundings and stuff, if you have different pieces that Again, guys, sorry. Again, a little bit of a pause. I should probably just bring the monitor in here with me. Um, if you have different pieces, like baby gear and stuff like that, that might be more conducive for other places, definitely like swap it out. Um, we did not invest in a jogger, actually. We had that passed down to us um, by a neighbor of ours, which was so sweet. Um, again, I love the beach, but like we're not huge beach people. Like Colin... Colin likes going down once, but like he could care less. Um, and as far as like the running thing goes, I don't know. We just weren't really like thinking about it at the time. Like it wasn't a must have for us, but it was really, really nice. I will say, you know, being that young, um, we actually, 
I don't even think that we really brought it to the beach until this past year when she was a little bit older. I actually carried her onto the beach. And yes, we did go to the beach. Guys, this is a judgment-free zone. Um, we had all of the umbrellas. We, you know, we had like the little pad and stuff like that for her, the sheet, the fan. Again, at that age, we could not put sunblock on her, but we kept her in like light clothing, um, that again was protecting her skin, had the hat on the whole nine yards and more often than not, she was also being held. So I don't know, she napped fairly great at the beach at that age. <laughs> this past year, not so much. Um, that was definitely like one of those push walks, uh, or, uh, nap walks, walk naps, whatever. Um, so I would recommend, you know, being mindful of that again, depending upon the age, Frankie was a little too young the first time we went, but again, this past year being at that location and again, having the car and like having the flexibility, um, we did opt for a jogger, um, to be most supportive of our environment. Um, as far as, you know, like clothes and things like that, like, again, she was so little, the bathing suit probably would have been adorable, but we foregoed that. Um, we, ended up packing I want to say probably like no joke guys three outfits per day just in case again we had the washer and dryer there so like I don't know that probably may have been a little overkill just knowing again that we had that access to that but again she was so little and like I don't know I just was nervous she was gonna have a lot of blowouts and then we were gonna be without clothes um so that was as far as like the clothes go. Again, she wasn't, she was so little. She wasn't really doing much. I did bring a little carrier for her that I had so I could, you know, walk around and hold her. Um, and then the, one of those like fabric ones. And then the bulk of the rest of it really was everything to feed her. Um, and then of course, you know, we did have like some other things on hand, just like thermometer and um, things of that nature, you know, like her little nail file and the bulb sucker, or snot sucker and all of that. But I want to say for us, what has worked out well is bringing about three bottles. Again, she, um, I ended up nursing for a short bit and then she was exclusively like bottle fed, um, from then on out. So we, we would pack three bottles. There's this really great little travel caddy. Oh my God. I highly recommend looking into this. It comes with a little bottle brush and a little, again, a rack that you can put the bottles out just so then like, they're not all over the counter. Again, this is my preference, but it just keeps it kind of tidy and like neat and also like separated, which I think is a little bit more like sanitized. Um, and then we had her formula. We brought a lot of, um, you know, the water that we preferred to use for her bottles. And then, um, I brought my pump and everything. Um, what I would suggest again, depending upon where you're going, you can always grab this from the store when you get there is to have like some Ziploc bags. Really, I would say like one for each day, um, for mom specifically that if you are pumping, if you have refrigerator access that you can put your pump parts into the refrigerator. Huge game changer. Um, and again, I feel like, you know, being mindful of like what you have access to and whatnot, but we ended up having, there were just Ziploc bags there again, cause we were going to my in-laws place. Like they, they were living there, um, for the whole month. So like it, there was a lot of stuff that we had, but 
again, like even if there are things that you don't want to be packing ahead of time, like more than likely you have access to some sort of store. Um, so I would consider grabbing that when you get there, if you don't bring it ahead of time. Um, because it was a short drive, I didn't, and again, I didn't have my portable pump at the time, um, had, hadn't invested in one yet. I was still trying to figure out how long this whole breastfeeding thing was going to go full transparency. Um, I did not pump on the way down, but I will say, I remember when I got there, it was like, holy moly. I'm pretty sure I was hand expressing towards the end. Cause we got caught in some traffic shocker going to the Jersey shore in the summer. Um, and so that, that was quite an adventure. I, I like to feel, I like to say I'm like modest, but like also guys, when you got a pump, you got a pump. And I was just in the front seat, like, here we go. Like I was trying to keep myself as shielded as possible. Again, we're like on the road with other cars. It wasn't like bumper to bumper. I don't think I probably would have climbed into the back at that point, but, um, yeah, that was, <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that until I got to this, this part of the story, but I would just say again, like always making sure you have a couple of clean bottles on hand. Um, again, we brought three with us that worked out great for us. There was, you know, one we always had in the diaper bag. Oh, I'm sorry. The three were in addition to the one in the diaper bag that we always had. Um, so, and then again, normal like diaper bag stuff that you would have. Oh, we always brought a whole thing of wipes and then a big sleeve of diapers. Um, cannot forget that. Um, to mention at least again, these are things that you can buy also confirmed. You can buy them at the airport. Um, again, this is not like medical advice or anything, take it or leave it, but like you also will meet so many amazing people again at the airport. I remember I ran into a grandmother actually, and she, again, our, we had some craziness with our flight, which I'll get into, but, um, they decided to wait for the next flight. And again, we were down there with family. So I called my parents and I was like, guys, can someone please come get us? And actually my sister, God bless her, ended up coming to get us from the airport. Um, and like brought us back to, uh, the resort because I was like, there's no way that we're going to be able to do this. We cannot stay in a hotel with Frankie. We need to get diapers. And like, I'm not putting her in her car seat, like in a taxi, like there's no effing way. I do not trust someone to drive my daughter. So long story short, we ended up going back, which is amazing. And again, we stopped at Target and grabbed whatever we needed to get through the rest of the day, um, which included some more formula because apparently mommy did not pack enough. Um, <laughs> and I offered to give some of our diapers to one of the again, that grandmother that I met because they decided to stay and wait it out. And I was like, Oh Godspeed. If you, she said she thought she had like, I don't know, five or 10 diapers. And I was like, um, let me just give you like five for reassurance, like just in case. So there are so many nice people that you will meet along the way. Again, I feel like so many people are excited to help, you know, a new family. And, um, you know, there are definitely really good people in the world who still do that. But again, use your better judgment and don't just take things from random people, especially when you're giving them to your baby. Um, I don't know why I just felt like I had to say that, but that was for the most part, I would say our first trip with Frankie. Um, I actually, it was, it was so great. I ended up going back down there a couple of weeks later by myself with her, which I will tell you, it is a very different experience driving alone <laughs> with your child long distance thank goodness she slept the entire drive. Ooh, this is another piece. When you can, I highly recommend traveling during a nap time. 
we actually, so the very first time we drove down, again, she slept a lot. She was so young. Um, we didn't really have to think much about it. There was really not a lot of strategy, but I do remember that this past summer, I actually reached out to one of my girlfriends cause she goes down a lot, both, um, her in-laws and her parents, they both have places down the shore. And so she and her husband, like their families, they just, they're always down. Like truthfully, she goes down all the time. And I was like, what do you do with Ava? Like, how does that work out? Cause she too travels quite a bit by herself. And, um, she suggested that I, I go with the nap time that she tends to sleep the best during. So for her, it's typically in the morning, like for her daughter, that's what she was doing. Um, so I ended up driving down. I actually have made the drive down with Frankie a few times now by myself down the shore. Um, again, the older she's gotten, the more challenging it has been, but the nap times have always been great for the most part. I would go during like the lunch time, um, both down and back. And again, uh, you know, when she was like really young, I was on maternity leave. So I definitely had flexibility to avoid a lot of the traffic, which I will say is huge. Um, and then this past summer, you know, again, like going off on my own, um, that allowed for a lot of flexibility in my schedule too. So that, that was great. If you are working with corporate, you know, in that nine to five schedule, again, you're like not on leave or you can't take a day off and travel, um, work remotely, et cetera, or however, um, I, if you're open to it, like maybe consider traveling at night, especially if your baby transfers well. Um, we did that with Frankie this past summer when we drove down to the shore again, she was much older. Um, so she was just, she was over a year actually. And what Colin and I did was we had everything all prepped to go. Like the car was set. Literally all we had to do is put her in, get ourselves in and turn it on and go (laughs) and, um, or start it, whatever. But, uh, we ended up getting up at like six. Well, we got up probably like five, five thirty, five forty five got her and we got ourselves ready. And then we put her right from her crib into the car seat. And thank goodness it worked both times. She fell back to sleep. She does great in the car. If you don't have a baby that sleeps well in the car, personally, I cannot speak from experience. I'm so sorry. Um, but if you're not sure, maybe try it. I don't know. And don't go like too, too far, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours is feels comfortable for you to start. But those would be my tips for driving. Um, long distance and traveling. So again, if you're with Thanksgiving and or Christmas coming up, um, if that is, you know, or any other holiday that you may celebrate, um, again, I speak more to the Catholic, um, traditions and things like that. But if you, um, any holiday or any sort of travel, again, it doesn't have to be exclusive to holidays, but those would be my tips. Um, do you have any specific or you know, questions or anything, like, please feel free to message me. I probably forgot something. I don't know. But uh, I would say traveling via plane is definitely a different experience. Um, Again, you're working with a lot less space. You need to be super mindful. Um, But again, remember that for the most part, whatever you need, again, for the most part, whatever you need, you can buy wherever you end up. Um, So I would say, think about the things that are like truly, you cannot go without. Um, The first time that we flew with Frankie was for Thanksgiving. We flew to Michigan to see my family. And you guys, I was so nervous. Again, and I have flown so many times in my life. 
there was something about bringing her on the plane. I was like, oh my God, what about her ears? And she's so great. And like, is the altitude going to mess her up? Like, oh my God. And then I just remember being like my pump and then the diapers and the clothes and the bottles and like, you know, the sleeping and all of that. And I will say both when we flew to Michigan um, and when we flew to Florida over this past first year with her, um, we were extremely blessed that we were going to family both times. And although Michigan, you know, of course, being a Michigan family lives there, my sister has two boys. So she had a pack and play for us. That was again, gold because we didn't have to worry about bringing that going to Florida a little bit different because again, that's not where they're from. However, my stepdad always drives down. So he was able to get my sister's pack and play and bring it down for us. So we had it there waiting for us. We, I will say and admit that is a huge relief off of your plate if you can avoid it. Um, again, I'm saying avoid it as in very generally speaking, like you don't have to pack certain things, especially the bigger things. So as far as a pack and play, I cannot speak to that. However, I can share with you that you can gate check both your car seat and your stroller. And I actually did check this with a couple of different airlines because, again, we were looking to be flying um, with another one this uh, upcoming holiday. And um, so I wanted to confirm that the rules and everything was the same. And and it was. I don't want to throw names out there or anything, but it's very clearly listed online when you're looking. You can Google it and just confirm. But for the most part, my understanding is you can always gate check your car seat and your stroller. So what we did um, was to keep it as smooth as possible, which turned out great um, for when Frankie was younger. But we, again, this would have been the, the trip to Michigan. We put her car seat in her stroller, like that little adapter, and we pushed her around in Um, Well, we just pushed the stroll around and we put like our stuff in there and stuff like that. And then I think I just held her or something, or maybe we had her in the car seat in the stroller at one point. And then again, because I was in a holder on the plane. Um, But there are actually, I remember like thinking like, well, what happens when you gate check? Um, An old, um, not an old friend. Oh my God. An old colleague of mine who's (laughs) a good friend. She um, suggested getting travel bags, which they do make. You can buy them anywhere. You can buy them online. They're not super expensive. I think it was like 50 bucks, um, to buy both a bag for the car seat and then the stroller and they come with your name tags and everything. So again, we pushed it all the way through to the gate. And when it was time to get on, we put them in the bags and then we did it. Um, and when I say we, I mean Colin, because I held Frankie as he did that. Um, my recommendation would be to put them, um, push them all the way down to the plane itself and then actually do it like in that little, uh, little section where you go to board and you're like actually right there. And then they take all the, the checked bags or gate checked bags, whatever. Um, again, just because it's easier than you're not lifting all of this stuff with carry-ons. Um, babies also get, you know, their little diaper bag is like their personal thing. And then, uh, or maybe, Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe it was just my thing. I don't know. I had the diaper bag, which is where I had um, all of her her like go-to formula, like a normal diaper bag stuff with all of her bottles. God forbid we needed an extra bottle. You know, I didn't want to be worried about that. And then all of my pump stuff. And then again, like her diapers and a backup outfit and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I say the pump because that's super important. I 
everything was always carry on, but I was always nervous if we were ever to be separated from our bag. And again, I, I was pumping. Um, so for me, what I found to be really helpful was I would pump right before we were about to board and then I would pump right after we got off the plane. And that worked out because again, these, these were much shorter flights. So this band was perfect. In all reality, I could have pumped on the plane. It would have been fine again, portable. I think, yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I think, no, I definitely did pump. Um, as we landed, maybe I didn't do it in the air. Oh my God. Now I'm wondering, okay, double check that guys. Don't take my advice there for that for, oh my God. Yeah, please don't. Um, err on the side of caution. <laughs> I must have done it like right as we landed now that I'm thinking about it from home from Florida or something. Yeah. Okay. Look into that pumping in the air. I feel like maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Um, and again, I did it after we landed, but I would say again, having all of that, because especially in Florida, now I'm getting a little bit ahead, but still don't want to forget. Um, I ended up, we, oh my God, it took so long to get our rental car. And I should have freaking known that it is Orlando after all. And it was spring break. But when I tell you we waited like two hours, guys, at least to get this car. And then there was another line to like get the car and then another line to get out with the car. <laughs> and then we still had the drive to the resort. And I was just like, dear God, get us back. And poor Frankie. Oh my God. Towards the end, she was just so over it. Understandably so. But um, yeah, that was that was a wild ride. But again, I had my pump to actually use it and do whatever I needed to. And I remember I was just like pushing her around in the stroller at one point, just pumping as Colin was waiting in line for the rental car. And it was just, oh my God, it was awful. Um, but I will say if you don't want to use your diaper wipes to clean out your pump and things like all the parts and stuff, again, when you're traveling, cause you don't want to leave those out unrefrigerated or anything, um, I would suggest having whatever wipes you use, um, so you can clean them right after using them. And then again, I use the plastic bag and all of that stuff to keep stuff in again, just in case, cause you want it to be sanitized and clean and whatever. Um, so that is what I would say from that perspective. And as far as like the bottles and stuff like that, when we were traveling, they, they did have us take the bottles out. So I would keep the bottles in the diaper bag, right? Like very easily accessible. Um, we filled the bottles that we needed the water for into those bottles. I'm pretty sure that's how we did that. And then we had just like the formula, like pre-measured, ready to go in like one of those cups. And then we just mixed it. But as far as the breast milk goes, that was totally, I mean, obviously, you know, in the bottles. Um, and then again, we just like did the, actually, maybe we didn't, maybe we couldn't have the water in there. Now that I'm thinking about that, that's probably the difference, right? Yeah. So we had the breast milk was already in the bottles, like set to go. And then, yeah, the bottles that we were going to use for formula or whatever, we ended up just buying a water when we were at the store in in the airport. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. So that that was that. And then same thing, you know, we packed like our little travel caddy. It's so small. Um, same amount of bottles. We ended up needing to buy extra pacifiers, the Florida trip, not the Thanksgiving trip. Um, and then because she was still in like her traditional infant car seat with the, um, with the stroller and everything like that, with the adapter, um, 
we flew with that. So and then again, our um, our car seat specifically can go into any car, which is great through the seatbelt kind of thing. Um, so that worked out really well. We didn't need the base, although you could have I we could have technically put the base in with the car seat itself, but we didn't. Um, and then. Yeah, I feel like everything else was the same as what we did with Down the Shore. But again, for Michigan, we did not. We foregoed the sound machine and then we just, we used our phone. But I think the biggest thing for us has always been her formula. And we purchased from out of the U.S. That was what we did. That's what we felt most comfortable with. Um, And it was always important that we had enough of that. I will say we did find one, um, that we could purchase at target that we felt comfortable with as like a temporary thing. Again, not necessarily from like a quality perspective, but more so just like as similar as possible, um, to what we had been giving her when we were in Florida. And we did buy that as like emergency. Cause I was so nervous that we weren't going to have enough formula. So I would say, especially if you're flying really anywhere, but especially yeah, no, I guess anywhere really. Like, thankfully, when we went down the shore, we were just like a couple hours away, so we could have easily driven home if we ran out. Um, but anywhere that you're like a very, you know, it's distance to get to. I would say just make sure you have extra of that if you are using a particular one that you cannot access from any store. Um, and then in all reality, like when we need, if we needed more wipes or diapers, like we could just go to the store and get more. Um, Again, fan, I would make sure you bring the fan that you want. Um, something that we did with flying, and again, this was from advice um, that we found, was we, of course, we like wanted to be as close as we could, similar with the driving, right, with the flights. That works out quite well when we go to Michigan, but Florida was a little bit different. Frankie, again, was also older. She wasn't sleeping as much. She still slept quite a bit, but she wasn't sleeping as much. Um... And I will say the the key for us, um, where was it going with us? The the whole thing with the flying, right? Um, ideally, like again, we went to Michigan, we flew super early. So again, she falls back to sleep in the car on the way down. And then she actually we kept her awake when we were walking around the airport and stuff, which the lights did help. And thankfully she did well with all of that. But when we got onto the plane, I waited until right as we were taking off to give her a bottle, which in all reality can be a little hard to finagle. Um, I will say even when we have flown in, like her feeding time hasn't like totally synced up. I'll usually like, I, I always give her like a little bottle when we're going up and when we're coming back down. And I will say again, like for the flight to Michigan, it's super quick. It's like a little over an hour. And Again, she was just having a bottle as we were ascending, and then I was giving her another one as we were descending, but I just wanted her to be sucking and having that swallow motion to help with any of the discomfort in her ears. And knock on wood, it's always worked out well. Um, I will say the flight to Florida was a little bit different um, when she did not want to fall asleep. Um, or no, excuse me, she woke up mid-nap. I'm trying to remember what happened that, oh my God, wait, the flight attendant said something to me. Oh my goodness. I really wish I remembered what she said. There was something about my seatbelt or whatnot. I don't remember if she like wanted to see it or, but Frankie had already fallen. This was on her way down there. Oh my God. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. 
This is wild when you think about it, really. Um, and I remember I had to like adjust her, like Frankie and she was like startled and woke up and then she was just like a hot mess. And I say hot mess, like nothing would like console her. I felt awful. And I ended up having to get up. Thankfully, the like fasten seatbelt sign was turned off. I know you're not supposed to be just frolicking throughout the airplane. Okay. But like it was off and I was like, mama's got to do what mama's got to do because this plane is going to be real annoyed real quick. So I ended up going to the back of the plane and it was perhaps, it, honestly, guys, now looking back, I'm like, oh, that may have been really loud for her being so little. Um, but I stood back there and I just rocked her and, and she cried. And eventually, you know, she essentially fell back to sleep. And again, I'm like, wow, that was probably really loud for her ears. Now looking back like shit. Um, all right. Lesson learned. <laughs> Not going to do that again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are my biggest tips from like flying when she was younger. And when, when you're buying a ticket, um, we opted just for her to be in a lap seat. That's again, why we gate checked her car seat, but you can purchase a seat for them and they can ride in their car seat. (coughs) Um, I don't want to get too much into this because again, like it's to each their own. But for me, I always felt more comfortable having her right there with me, God forbid, um, versus, you know, an extra few different like clips and buckles and things like that to get her out to me. Um, so I think, you know, whatever you feel most comfortable with, I also thought too, she would be more comfortable with me or with Colin. Um, again, this was a completely new experience for her. We weren't sure with altitude change and things. So first flight all in all there and back was great. Um, Florida, a little different. Again, we had that whole incident with the flight attendant um, on the way down. And obviously, again, with the rental car, that was a long day for her. Dear goodness, she was such a trooper. Um, being a little bit older, again, like the we got her to sleep for the most part on the way down. We did have a few toys with us um, for the Florida flight. She was nine months, eight months, nine months at that eight months, eight months. And, um, so she was a lot more active. She was sitting up. She was wanting to crawl so bad. Um, not walking though. So again, we haven't flown with her since that, um, since she started walking. So I can't, can't speak to what that would have been like. Um, but she was definitely more alert and understanding of what was happening. Um, one thing I will say that we did differently from our flight excuse me, that was a big yawn, um, to Michigan to Florida was we actually borrowed a friend's, um, compact travel stroller that had the car seat and the stroller all in one. And that truly was a game changer in Florida. Game changer. Um, I will say the car seat didn't seem to be nearly as comfortable for Frankie. Um, so I think that perhaps, you know, provided a little bit of you know, kind of like an eh, because again, we used it. It's all in one. It was the stroller too. So we didn't have her in it a ton, a ton, but again, like walking to the pool or obviously the car, you know, when we were driving to and from the airport, there was that, but that also did not have a base that was super easy and compact. Um, and we just, we brought that as our, you know, gate checked piece. And 
oh, this is one thing I didn't mention. Frankie always has her own like little, um, little suitcase. We always check or we always bring hers on. And then Colin and me, depending upon how long we're going to be away, I don't think we've ever like officially check checked, but maybe I should ask him, but we always have her stuff because my biggest concern is like, Oh my God, what happens if like, again, we're ever separated from our bag. Um, so we do that. And then again, we always have, you know, the diaper bag on the way home. We ran into a challenge because our flight kept getting delayed. And when I tell you kept getting delayed, like it was delayed like three or four times. And when we learned of the final delay, I was like, I don't think this, this is going to be good. This is not going to end well. I think we should go back to the resort if my parents could come and get us. And thankfully they did when my sister came. Um, and we ended up just staying the night and then I had to do it all over again by going on the airport and all that this time without our rental car. Um, but I am so glad that we did that because thinking about it, even, you know, now looking back, especially then I was so fearful of running out of resources. of not having a car, you know, to get to anything if we needed it. Um, the formula was the really big fear for me was running out. We ended up not running out, thankfully, but again, the airport, yes, they have diapers, they have wipes, they have, they have a lot of stuff and they don't have formula. Not that we saw at least. Um, so that was a huge, that was a huge piece. And, and also to getting to the hotel. Um, again, I did not feel comfortable of someone else driving her. Although again, the car seat slash stroller could have gone in any other car just as it was in the rental car. I was way too nervous. So for that reason, you know, we passed. Um, but I think I share all of that along with the fan story because at the end of the day, there's just those key pieces, you know, that you really need. Um, I did have my, again, I did share everything with the pump in Florida, how I did that again with the wipes, with the plastic bags. Um, at that point, you know, she was having some solids. So making sure we had stuff for her then with all of that, Um, and again, like as, you know, a breastfeeding mom, just making sure you always have plenty of water and plenty of snacks is key, key, key. Um, yeah, it's again, traveling with a little one. It, as I was going through all this stuff, I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot we did all of that. Like some of that stuff I totally forget. Um, but I will say like it, it is so much fun to share with them, you know, different experiences and I full transparency. It's, it's not going to be as relaxing as you perhaps experienced before. I actually had an old, um, coworker say once she was like vacations without support, right. Or like family members or sitters and Annie, whatever is just doing life somewhere else. Like after you have kids, it's not a vacation. You're just going somewhere else and doing life there. And I remember hearing that and laughing and being like, well, that sounds so negative. (laughs) And it's also pretty freaking true. Um, again, whenever we've traveled for the holidays, it's, it's different because we're with family and it's so much excitement and we're doing stuff and traditions and cooking and eating and you know, all of that. Um, but It also too, like I love to meet up with some of my really good girlfriends from Michigan whenever we go out. So like this past time was the first time we needed, 
you know, someone to like watch Frankie. Like, thank goodness my sister was willing to babysit and put her down. And again, we were only gone for like a couple of hours, but still it's, it is funny to think about that. And, um, even going to Florida or down the shore, if we ever wanted to like go out and have a little drink or date night or whatnot, um, it is different having a kid, you know, it just, it does shift the dynamic and it probably sounds so silly to say that, but like there, I think I realized, especially when we were in Florida, I realized how much mothers do to make vacations happen. And I have a very strong feeling that this holiday is going to bring me the same realization because now Frankie's older and Again, she's still so young because she's only one, you know, but like at the same time too, like she's just so aware and just knows what's happening. And I think that's also a part of me. That's like why I'm just so excited for Christmas this year, because I cannot wait to share that with her. And although she's probably going to rush us through, you know, it was the night before Christmas and, <laughs> you know, just, we won't be able to put up ornaments or whatever, like again, silly stuff that's. I'll look back on it, I know, years from now and just be like, oh, my God, I can't believe how much I miss those days. Um, and I think, you know, all in all, again, as, as overwhelming and as hectic as it can be, not only the experience in itself, but also the preparation to get there, I think it's so worth it. I really do. It's, I don't know, I just, I love, I love that we get to, share in life with her and um I'm hopeful that you know this reflection and these tips help support you in preparing for deciding if you know it's quote-unquote worth it for you to to make the trek um I do want to talk a little bit about the importance of setting boundaries and navigating you know, the sacred time around holidays, but I think I'm going to save that for another episode because this one's getting to be quite lengthy in itself, but stay tuned guys. I, I really want to have that conversation. And, um, I think family dynamics are so interesting to me and I, ours have shifted a little bit, you know, over the past couple of years. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's, it's even more wild with kids, especially babies, because, Everyone wants to see them. I hate to say this, but everyone wants to see them. They're excited to see you, but they really want to see them. <laughs> and you also too, like as a parent, I don't know. I just feel like I I want to look back and look at pictures, you know, with like my, you know, my grandfather, like holding Frankie. And um, I think again, seeing her with her cousins and, and all of that, like I want that for her and I want that for myself to enjoy it in the moment. And I also want our family to enjoy her because I think she's, the best gift ever. Um, so yeah, those are my tips for traveling via car and plane. Um, only thing I will say to add all of this is with the pack and play, I realized I forgot to say this. Sorry guys. Um, we realized over this past summer, having her sleep in the pack and play was a, challenge. (laughs) Um, actually my sister-in-law bought her the comfort mattress, little thing, like a mattress pad, so to speak, um, for her first birthday. And I will say it does help. 
That's all I'll say. I'll leave it to that. We didn't ever get anything else to go over or anything. I think it was really just the comfort of it because she became very accustomed to her crib. Um, but you may be surprised there are also places in which you can rent cribs too because my mother-in-law did do that down the shore this past summer. So the, the baby's got a little bit of everything. Um, all right, my friends, that's it. Again, if I missed anything or you have questions about something specific, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. Ooh, ooh, one more thing. Sorry. Um, when she was older, specifically for the Florida flight, and I would do this again in a heartbeat, I suggest that one parent get all of the shit on the plane and deal with all that and do it and, you know, to get it all situated. And then the other parent, which in our case was typically me, stays back with the kid and you are truly the last person to walk on the plane because it will buy you a lot of time with them just sitting there in the seat and getting antsy. And again, I'm saying that more from like an older perspective. All right. I promise that is all. Um, I hope that you enjoy this start to your holiday season. And for those who celebrate, um, happy Thanksgiving and May the conversations and your turkey be juicy AF. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me for this episode on the Cultivate with Chelsea podcast. New mamahood is truly a journey and I'm so appreciative to be on it with you. Until next week, with care, Chelsea.